0: This is all you see. Your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Hello everybody my name is Josh Roach and I am Casey Schreffler and we are the Talking, the Talking Sith. Sith. Today is May the 4th. May the 4th 2020. May the 4th of quarantine. May, May the, the 4th, 4th be with you. Be with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ter- terrifying year in general with the, the virus and Kobe Bryant dying, and we don't know what's happening with Kim Jong Un. and Now we have these crazy Japanese murder hornets invading America. <laughs> what oh, goodness! What what's yeah. gonna what's what is June the gonna
0: Tiger be- King?
1: Man. Oh yeah, there's actually a documentary that surpassed it now. I think it's a sports related documentary. Really? Yeah.
0: Sean was telling me to watch McMillions.
1: Yeah, I've heard that was good too. Like I know man. a little bit about that story. But goodness crazy gracious, man. 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 I just don't know what, what June's gonna bring. Like we're we're getting murder hornets, which is I, bees in general are a phobia of mine. Um not not honey bees. Um and not bees I guess, but like hornets, yellow jackets, wasps. Yeah, these these things go. are
0: like the size of like your like finger, dude. They're like two inches long and mm. like uh the like, Japanese like sweet bee- peppers. Yeah,
1: ja- Japanese yeah, Japanese beekeepers, they take bats out and you can hear them like clunk off the bat and I'm just like oh my god I would never go outside again I would never go outside again I I there was a wasp on my railing I was outside with my daughter uh two days ago and I had the sprinkler going and she's like sitting down in a chair and behind her like three feet above her a wasp landed on a railing it was kind of like in one of like the decorative like curvature portions of it so it was hard to get to but i picked up my i had a flip-flop so i grabbed my sandal on um and i went to go hit it and apparently i missed nothing took off so i swung at it again and my sandal was kind of wet so like it flung and it hit the car over there and i was like like making weird ass noises and like running away my my daughter's just like sitting there not knowing what i'm doing (laughs) what is wrong with dad i don't want her to be afraid of but like uh bugs but uh those things she can be afraid of i guess goodness gracious it went away it didn't come back i scared it i did i'm <clears throat> i'm stronger it was terrifying yeah, of me. it was terrified of me
0: <laughs> well <clears throat> yeah so um we actually we, we just finished watching the last four episodes of the uh, last three episodes of the clone wars we did and uh in celebration of may the 4th and didn't necessarily plan on podcasting afterwards, but ended up having a conversation that I ended up recording.
1: Yeah, it just, it just kind of happened. Uh, there was a little bit about the Clone Wars. I don't know what you're going to hear first, but there was a little bit about the Clone Wars, a good bit about the Clone Wars, and there was also a good bit about uh, uh Santeca. Yep. Or yep. Sunteca, Some Some... And- and rise of skywalker and, uh, and a good bit about mace windu it's a, good
0: check, uh, a lot about the uh the, the map from r2d2 yeah yeah uh, a lot about mace windu and how he's a uh just terrible terrible boss but um and none of this was planned like we just
1: started talking and now uh, this was all organic conversation so.
0: Yeah, so, uh, and that's like, uh, you get us together, you start talking Star Wars, and you combine that with May the 4th, and there you have it, guys. So, uh, yeah, we hope that uh, you guys enjoy what uh, we put out here for you, and, yeah, hit us up. Hit hit us. Hit us. Hit us up, and I I will hit that button. And Mace Windu's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, compared to, like, Sidious.
1: Well, that's not where I wanted it to end.
0: <laughs> well, where'd you want it to end?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm too attached to Ahsoka and Rex. I guess, you know, like Rebels, I need to start watching that again. But just like, goodness gracious. The final season. Just like, give people what they want, make more.
0: Yeah, you need to watch Rebels, man.
1: It's been a minute since I've watched Rebels, that's for sure.
0: Cuz what, you're just on like episode 1 or something of season what, 5? No.
1: Rebels only have 4 seasons.
0: Season
1: 3,
0: I think. 3. Yeah, you just got to power through two more seasons.
1: And now it's like the where I was um what's his master's name? Kanan. Canon, yeah, he, um, he's blind.
0: Yeah, you just saw. We just watched together the the one where Ahsoka died, like the Darth Vader. Versus oh
1: Vader. yeah! If she dies, I don't know if she dies. It's terrible. Uh, like a uh, Disney Plus on the main screen has a star. It says Star Wars Day. May the force be with. You.
0: <sighs> So what do you think about the rumors for Rosaria Dawson being cast as Ahsoka in the Mandalorian?
1: If she was cast, she'd be cast for season three. No. Because it takes a long time to shoot no. that shit, dude. No. Dude, like, like,
0: listen, listen. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, the the news about uh, Ming-Na Wen being cast in the Mandalorian season one didn't come out till like, two weeks before her episode came out. Huh. It's just the stuff is just backlogged. Like it gets leaked later, or Disney leaks it when they want to. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, for sure, there's no way that Rosario was cast like when we saw that she was.
0: Oh no, yeah, um, so she probably what has already shot the stuff and.
1: What do you mean? This, probably they haven't done any shooting for the last like two and a half months. Like they, they've been done, dude.
0: That's what I'm saying. She's already it's shot funny. the stuff.
1: And they still say that the stuff is coming out in October. So yep. everything's already shot. It's in the can. It's coming out.
0: That's what. So, I mean, but my guess is she's going to be like the end of the season. She's going to have like. She's going to be in one episode and it's going to yeah, set gonna up be, season it's, three.
1: It's going to be a stupid cliffhanger draw.
0: So the rumor <laughs> is, the rumor is, Casey, that. Not only is Ahsoka going to be in it, but um, hold on, I'll, I'll try to pull this up. Because you remember what the Mandalorian going to do, right?
1: Uh, well, he's going up to see uh, Gene Carlos, dude, right?
0: No. Um,
1: well, he escaped, right? Didn't he?
0: Yeah, he escaped. He was going to go
1: pick up Cara Dune, wasn't he?
0: He Something had like Cara with him. But okay. the... Uh, so he ran into the armorer. And remember what the armorer told him to do? Vaguely. But you needed okay. to find... You're,
1: you're firing off the uh, synapses here now in my brain. It's been a minute since I watched Yeah it,
0: the, ar- the armorer needed him to find... It uh, told him to find um, Baby Yoda's people. Hmm. So she talked about the sorcerers that they fought back in the wars, like the Jedi sorcerers. So he's supposed to find his people, and you know, like the artwork they always show. But e- does
1: that mean the Jedi? Does that mean Luke Skywalker? Does that mean Yoda's right race? Does that either mean Yoda's like race or Knight the sisters?
0: Jedi? So either Yoda's race or the Jedi, right? So,
1: or 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 night sisters.
0: Right, but Night Sisters weren't I mean, they're pretty specific. Like when the man when the the armor is basically talking about how like, you know, the sorcerers that they fought against, they had a war against. The Mandalorians had a war against the Jedi. And that's why they had that special box that they put Maul in that was like from antiquity. It was like a leftover from that.
1: Right. It's just weird to say race when referring to
0: Jedi though. Well just as his people, his kind.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's weird to use the word race. I know what she's inferring, and well, it's
0: I, know like, she's, I, know, it's I know like I know that's Jews the only reason race. she said
1: race. Jews to, are like, a religion, oh, but the they're story. also
0: a race. Like to be Jewish, it's a religion and it's a race. Kind of, which Jedi are based a lot off the Jewish. Like, there's a lot. So,
1: of, so what does a Jedi race look like? Where, where's that?
0: Well, it's not a Jedi race. It's a well, Jedi.
1: You said you said you you literally just said it was.
0: I said it's like being Jewish. So being Jewish is a religion, but it's also a people. It's a culture. Right. It's, considered a, it's considered like a race. I know what you're saying, and I'm not yes.
1: disagreeing. But what I'm saying is that they clearly put that in there because everyone's trying to figure out what the fuck Yoda is.
0: Right. And I don't think so, we're going to see a lot of Yodas. I yeah, no. We're... So they say find his race, and
1: everyone's going to be like, oh, we're going to figure out what the Yodas But they don't. They name. say find
0: his people. They don't say race. It's kind but of the like Ma- the Mandalorians, though. In that same episode, they talk about the Mandalorians, and they're like, oh, when you were found on Mandalore, and he's like, I wasn't, found on, I wasn't born on Mandalore. And, the, and Apollo Creed's character goes, I thought you were Mandalorian. And Cara Dune goes. Mandalorian isn't a people; it's a creed.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just like in uh, Avengers: Infinity War, Asgard, or, or Thor Ragnarok, Asgard isn't a place; it's a people. That's what right. they say. You know what I mean? So,
0: but okay, so, a, so semantics
1: at this point. That's so what the people—it's a crazy like word descriptions,
0: right? Template. And it's worded Something vaguely. It's worded vaguely to leave you with that question. Are they going to go find a whole bunch of Yodas? That's exactly what I just said, Josh. Are they going to find Luke Skywalker? Or the big thing is um, Ahsoka. And a lot of people are thinking Ahsoka now. But the thing I was going to show you, you know like the paintings they show at the end of every Mandalorian episode? Yeah. So Dave Filoni just changed his twitter picture to this picture which is very much in that style
1: old rex and
0: ahsoka yeah yeah and people are saying that it looks like like a picture that would be at the end of the mandalorian from like a scene in the mandalorian so a lot of people think that they're going to the Mandalorian is going to seek out and find Ahsoka when looking for Force users when looking it for makes,
1: the- it makes sense, but I mean, so what, the Mandalorian is how long, it's five years after the Empire falls, right? Right. So Luke Skywalker's out there, and Cara Dune was a rebel. Shock trooper. Shock shock trooper on uh, Endor, right? Yep. But she somehow never thought to bring up the word Luke Skywalker. I heard. Oh, I heard there were people with powers out there. I thought it was bullshit. Well, and I saw this little thing do this crazy thing. There's this is guy who.
0: How many people actually how many had? Crazy things? How many people actually had like? face time with luke skywalker though
1: yeah i mean that's an interesting question too because i mean it mostly would have been what like han or whatever but luke was in those meetings and i'm i'm pretty sure dude like talk about workplace gossip how fast word word spreads in an office space or in general someone's got to know I mean like I'm sure like the story of Luke was diluted and like oh he did this and did this I swear I saw it and then
0: trumped up there's a whole book about it which is called like the adventures of Luke Skywalker or something and it's basically all these stories about Luke Skywalker during you know the battles of the rebellion and even afterwards and some of them are true and some of them are it's like um I'm thinking of something oh okay it's like you haven't read it yet, but if anybody's read like the Kingkiller Chronicles, um, Name of the Wind, uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like that. It's very similar to that. I've, I've, heard, like, those,
1: I've heard those books are really good, but uh, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, so I mean, Cara Dune probably knows of Luke
0: at least, right? But how much does she believe, and how big? Right. I mean, sure. How sure, big are but the I mean, tales she's, at this point?
1: Right, so I mean, how much does she believe? She saw like a force heal, baby Yoda action type thing. So I, I feel like someone who is, you know, somewhat cognizant would that would click something in the brain, like, oh, okay, this shit's kind of real. I've I've heard of this guy who did something, maybe not heal, but some crazy stuff that normal people can't do. We got to go find Luke.
0: Well, let's think of, though, like, how much has Luke actually done that's, like, crazy out of the ordinary? I mean, he made a really good shot at the Death Star, but he wasn't even really a Jedi at that point, and he wasn't flaunting that he—he he didn't use a lightsaber. He wasn't, like, flaunting he was a Jedi. Empire Strikes Back, like, he battles some AT-ATs, he takes one down, but it's— I mean, he uses his lightsaber to cut it open, but he doesn't use any spectacular force powers.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, separated. I mean, they, could, from they, the cut, they could look. They could look at him, look at him as a traitor because he just went off to go to Dagobah.
0: Right. So um, he. So then he leaves. He meets back up with the rendezvous. So like he could have been off doing whatever. He yeah, eventually he came back, meets he
1: back. Came up. It came back to Bespin to find Han. But then Han's gone after that. You feel like Han would tell some stories. Maybe not. Maybe he wants to just survive and live. But once the Empire falls, you think he would be telling some people, oh, yeah, Luke Skywalker, I knew that guy.
0: Yeah, well, so then in Return of the Jedi, Luke, the only thing Luke does with the actual rebellion is he he shows back up, and he's with them to go in the dropship to Endor. He rides around with them. Uh, you know, in the he he's like going around the forest with them. They sneak yeah, up they come. sneak up I'm on the back door. Ammunition. He jumps on the the speeder. Okay. But none of this is in front of anybody, no like a whole bunch of people except for like their small, really really small group of like Han, you know, and Leia and Chewie.
1: Right. So and I mean at this point, I mean so, so
0: we're talking we're talking about what we actually see, yes.
1: hundred percent agree. But you're also talking about, like, you have all these generals and whatever in the room. Like, you're, you're saying nobody said anything to anybody, whereas word would have got out about this guy with powers and abilities, or maybe he's just super lucky, or no, he's just that good.
0: Um, well, maybe all these higher ups that they would have, ar- most of them are older and already know about the Jedi. You know, Mon Mothma's not exactly. Uh, Kind of person who's going to gossip a lot. Neither is Akbar. Yeah, yeah
1: no. So, like, people. So, somebody knows. There are people that know.
0: But yeah, like, and I guess like
1: Dune... via, via like a game of telephone, it, it might not be known in the general infantry, but that's something that I would think that I want to know. It's like, oh yeah, like we're going to fight, we're going to win because we have a fucking Jedi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that'd make me fight harder. It's like oh we have a jedi oh man
0: but i mean think I of it this. Dead. i mean according to like what we know of canon most people that aren't that would be like cara dune's age um anyone like around han solo's age the empire has done such a good job of basically like pushing them into myth and like mystifying them and just saying like oh they were just full of them they didn't really have any power they, it, it was just um, like a cult. Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Ray Ray says that. I thought I thought he was a myth.
0: Well, even even Han Solo in A New Hope, he's like he doesn't believe in the Force. He's like Jedi. Yeah, whatever. I've flown from one end of this galaxy to another, and I've never seen anything to make me believe that there's a power out there. You know. So I mean, he's like thirty. So he was like ten by the time the clone wars ended and then you got to think like jedi were not even as there was only ten thousand jedi in a galaxy with you know coruscant itself had trillions of people on it just coruscant so like the odds of actually running into and encountering a jedi in the galaxy were slim to none
1: Yeah, sure. But if you're under republic control, like you've heard of the Jedi Council.
0: Right, but then you're under Imperial control afterwards, and they did their best to be like, Yeah, the Jedi were actually just like a group of traitors and they pretended to have these powers. That's what the that's what the spin was for twenty years after you know the Jedi fell. It just (laughs) said that they were like a cult that I'd, buy it.
1: I'd I'd buy it I guess but I mean so like I, I mean at some point in time like Cardune sees this baby Yoda use some crazy fucking power something's got to click like oh like you know like these I've heard these stories and maybe there's
0: something to it well you know even I mean? even um oh what was his name the Christmas ham guy
1: uh, uh
0: yeah nlti and Ugnolti and the Mandalorian when when baby Yoda uses the force uh on that rhino thing um I can't remember the name of the beast now, but uh so afterwards he's t- he like tells Ugnolti about it, and nultti's like, tell me again what happened, I don't understand he doesn't he's not just like oh, he used the force Right, but he was a slave, and then... Ugnolti is older, though. Like, I mean, and then the Mandalorian, you know? He's part of Death Watch. He's saved by Bo-Katan's Death Watch.
1: Hmm. What a lot what of holes in the story, I have to say. There's, 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 there had to have been a lot of information that was lost in a very short amount of time.
0: Well, I mean, look at any kind of empirical Political system and how they, uh, how they control the news and what goes in and out, how they spin stuff.
1: Yeah, I know, but there's always rebellions, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So the, the that higher are ups the rebellion forward,
1: that, that are putting like the at least somewhat of the truth forward. You would think Cara Dune would have some information to uh, that would lead her to think. Something is up. Yeah, Han Solo, the Hocus Pocus thing. Like, sure, I, I can buy that.
0: Well, he was just like a
1: fighter. He, was, he, was, he, was, he didn't fight in the younger. War. I mean, he fought in the wars, like, afterwards. But, like, who knows where he, you know what I mean? Like, think about where he grew up and stuff like okay. that. Sure, yeah, 10,000 Jedi, great. But if you're in the Republic, you, you've heard of them.
0: Yeah, you've heard of them.
1: Right, so you have these stories in your head and then you actually see it.
0: But do you put that together? I mean, you think like, okay, uh, organization of monks who were generals and then, yeah, they were pretty exceptional warriors and then the story goes that they turned against the Republic and they tried to stage a coup. And then you've heard for 20 years that They didn't have all these powers. They were just using that to influence people and try to gain favor before they pulled their coup. And then you see little green thing that nobody knows what species it is, and it does some incredible stuff. Would you draw, like, would you be like, oh, Jedi?
1: Well, I mean, maybe not, but after everything that happens after Endor, which Demon is still at, you would think that, oh hey, yeah, the Jedi's a thing. The Jedi are real. They're people with, like, good powers and want to do actual good, and, you know, one of them's us, Luke Skywalker, and right. we're going to do great things, and we're going to...
0: But Luke Skywalker, the, the thing is, too, like, Luke Skywalker, as far as we know, after, pretty quick after the Battle <laughs> of War, he kind of, like, drops... He, he just, like, goes off the face of the map. Like, he just disappears to most... Um, and then everyone got pissed
1: off about The Last Jedi.
0: Whatever, dude.
1: <laughs> right. Just, well, Luke, Luke likes to disappear. Yeah, sure. Like, he disappears. What? He's sad his dad
0: died. Well, no. He just, like, he – and, see, they haven't really filled this in much. So maybe we'll get some more. Maybe we will see some Luke Skywalker, but I doubt it. I doubt – Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, no. There's a bunch of stuff in Legends.
0: Well, in Legends, yeah, but Legends are Legends now. Legends... Yeah, I I know, I know, I know. Luke Skywalker goes off and he starts the the, Academy.
1: Yeah, I know. That's part of the thing, though, right? Like, when it comes to Legends, it's like, so, like, we're talking about what Cara Dune's thinking in her head. She thinks Luke Skywalker's a legend. You know what I mean? Like, a myth type. Same thing. Like, it's not not real, maybe, but we don't know.
0: Um, Well, just like Ahsoka says, there are some truth in Legends.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. And I I think we brought this up before, too. It's just like, goodness gracious, there's, it's just like stories that have been told and told and told and told, and and the person that we're hearing it from who knows how many times the story's been told from, you know, that's kind of the way I look at legends, you know, absolutely some truth, absolutely some mythological nonsense, but there's something to it. Like otherwise people like like I mean look at like today in like real life, like you have people who you know believe in this and that and whatever religiously, and it's like we don't we don't know, you know what I mean
0: right, and there's no proof for i mean there's no hardcore proof for anything, but and that's what I'm saying too, like okay, so in in New Canon, we know very little about what Luke Skywalker did, we know he at some point he established a Jedi temple. We know that he had a small group of students, and it doesn't seem like they were connected to the Republic like the Jedi used to be. Right? The Jedi used to be like the sworn guard and guardians of and protectors and peace in the Republic. They're not. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think the, the
1: Republic. I don't think the Republic had existed by the time Luke had created a Temple. He was just trying to like uh, create like good Force using,
0: right? And folks. so he wasn't and like. It, Under the jurisdiction of anybody. Yeah,
1: we know at some point he was out and about with Kylo solo.
0: Right. As a teen. Ben Solo, yeah.
1: He might have been, like, Kylo might have been the first one before he found the temple. We don't know. Like, before he found others.
0: Right. So there's a lot we don't know, or, like, even where he, like, where it was. We see the temple, but we still don't know where in the world his temple was. We've seen the world. We've seen it in Last Jedi. We've seen it in some comics and stuff now. The Rise of Kylo Ren, notably. Don't know where it actually was located. But, um, and there's, so there's not much, so Luke was disappeared to most people. I don't think even like Leia and them knew where he was exactly. But there are some things like um, in Rebels, it ties Ahsoka to a Mandalorian. Yeah. Through Sabine. So I'm thinking that.
1: You brought up something interesting just a second ago though. Sorry to interrupt. So yeah, Luke disappears. No one he he wants no one to find out where he is. Why does R2 have a goddamn map? So he
0: I mean R2 has a map to Octo. He
1: has yeah, he has a portion of uh, like a complete map in uncharted
0: space. Whatever. Right. Missing the missing the portion that had Octo in it. Right. So I think Luke removed the portion that was Octo, you know, that had Octo in it.
1: Well, no, like R2's version, R2's portion was like the final version of it. R2 what?
0: had everything except for, okay, so. Oh yeah, right.
1: So, okay, yeah. So so this, uh, this missing piece that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Von Lars...
0: Uh, Max von Sydow but it was Lor Santeca
1: yeah Vor Santeca now Lars um, so he had this piece so what why did that piece survive and how
0: we that's don't know that's in, in the po, it's someone in the Poe Dameron comic but he we don't know exactly how he got it if Luke left it with him if he because we know that he was running around with Luke when Ben Solo was a you know a young teen yeah
1: Maybe he maybe he always mentioned it, just like uh, Thanos in uh, the Marvel universe. Um, the, the only person, once everything came together in Endgame, the only person who could tell them where they where he was or where he went afterwards was uh, Nebula. You know what I mean? Right. He always talked about the garden, going to the garden. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it was just like old. Well, but yeah, I mean, at that point, like. Sure. So he had a map to Luke Skywalker.
0: Um, it wasn't even necessarily a map to Luke Skywalker. They figured so that would make sense because Luke and Ben they were hunting for the first Jedi Temple. Well, then Laura Senteca at some point comes across a map after Luke's disappearance, presumably that is a portion of the map that leads to the first Jedi Temple. So he thinks Luke's disappeared. He was always looking for the first Jedi temple. Here's a map to the first Jedi temple, but I have no bearing for how to read this map because everything on it is unknown to us. I disagree. Well, I mean, that's essentially what it was, right? No, I I
1: disagree. I disagree because the only portion of the map that was missing from R2 was the portion that Santeka had. So, right. Right. So, and that's where Luke decided to go, but Santeka had, that portion of the map right i think that he knew i think that they were working together and it was like and it was Is like if, knew? yeah i think he would have had to go he, he would have had to know because uh, the entire thing throughout this whole thing uh, he has a map that leads to luke skywalker and that was that was a thing i think that centec knew that now was the time and that we needed luke and he probably swore a vow to stay away from everything and whatever and let Luke live in peace.
0: Right. So and I think I agree with everything you're it, saying. Like Lord Santeca knew, thing. I don't think that he, I see, I agree with what you're saying in like the sentiment you're putting across, but I don't think Lord Santeca knew Luke Skywalker was there. I think he figured Luke Skywalker was there. I don't think Luke took time after the temple was destroyed and he woke up to all his dead students and a burning temple to be like, all right, um, I'm gonna contact Lor Santeca and I'm going to tell him I'm leaving. And because the Luke Skywalker we meet in the last Jedi was not somebody who was like planning on ever making some grand return. He straight up says, I was waiting there to die. If you read into it, he at the end of The Force Awakens, when they find him, it says that uh he was wearing those ceremonial Jedi robes and they were last right robes. They were like burial clothes so he was like essentially contemplating death contemplating killing himself every time he was putting those robes up and going up to the top of that um, cliff okay so,
1: so again though an interesting thing like we see like Luke's robotic hand touch R2 um assumingly after the temple's been destroyed right right um R2 finds his way into the rebellion or the, yeah, the, the, the new rebellion right. the resistances grasp and he shut down and he's missing this very, very, very specific piece of information that only tech has, Here's which insane. happens to leads to Luke Skywalker. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's too convenient. Dude. It Here's is very, where, very, you, very know where God, I, you know where R2 got
0: all that.
1: You know what I think happened? Cause we don't have this space field. Here's what I think happened. I think Luke reached out to Santeca, and I think that Santeca helped him get there um, to find this place, to, to go there. I think, they helped, I think he helped him find it and was like, I will not tell a soul, blah, 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 unless everything is dire. Or maybe I won't tell a soul or whatever. I'll erase information, shut down the droid. Take the droid. I think Santeca probably took R2 back to the resistance and was like, I don't know where he's at, but this is all I found and left the droid there and then he kept he kept this piece of information for himself until shit hit the fan when the first order was coming about and blah blah blah
0: and then he yeah. just decides to go up back on his word that
1: that's what i think i think that's a very reasonable
0: you okay. know theory i think it's reasonable the other thing I, can, I probably more reasonable than my theory but i just don't see them retconning Synteca like that. The thing I was going to say was, they've come out and said that the only way R2 has that information, that actual like map of the galaxy, was he downloaded it when he was on the Death Star. So that whole galactic map he has, he downloaded while he was on the Death Star in A New Hope. And who had access to all the everything basically in the galaxy at that point. The Emperor. What's one thing the Emperor wouldn't want like you to have access to? Where the first Jedi Temple was. So possibly he rem- had that removed. That
1: that and Exegol, I guess. But I mean, <clears throat> we already figured out through Solo that the Millennium Falcon had the best navigational system right. It had and, the uh,
0: best uh, navigational okay. system, and you know, yeah, it but didn't have everything. Didn't know where yeah. x was. Otherwise it would know where x was and you know, they would have just been able to fly straight there.
1: Okay. Okay. But, but here's a hole in your theory. Oh, the emperor knew blah, blah, blah. I was all in this uh, Republic now empire system and now it's gone unless somebody erased it. Like that was in a movie, right? That was, the, they erased Camino from the records.
0: What if, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, 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 so you're saying there, that there's the emperor, a hole there. You're so, that but, the emperor knew where Octo was, but he had it in his database. But by time the empire falls, the emperor does not have access to every single one of his databases anymore.
1: Right. So why would R2 even have anything? Why would something lead directly to this point? If
0: somebody got emperor a hold of wherever it was stored, whoever had it stored. Right. And that was Santeca. Yeah, so maybe it was Santeca. He got a hold Not of right. it somehow, but I don't think Luke gave it to him.
1: I think I think it, I think he had to have helped Luke dude because if the if the emperor knew that was one of the first Jedi temples with the sacred text, he would have raided that place from the very beginning.
0: That's true. Maybe the Jedi erased that from the archives. Before, maybe even Obi-Wan or Yoda, when they were in there, they were like, oh, yoink, before I take, put out this uh, um, message to all the Jedi not to return back to uh, the temple because it's a trap. Yeah, the last thing we want is for them finding like <laughs> where we started. So let's you know- just take this information out
1: here's so here's here uh, i tell you what i have a better theory now that i thought about <laughs> but before i go pee um i think that okay so luke went there by himself sounds didn't go but um there was this you, you know some amalgamation of information Ooh, and they were theory. searching for they were searching for relics like in even in the kylo ren relics they they went to the librarian's cache and like we heard about that Yep. So they find out about all these caches and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe Sunteca just deduces where where he goes. But it doesn't make sense for that portion of the map to be specifically missing from R two D 2s memory. Unless Sunteca had that inf- like had a larger version of the map that just happened to fill in the piece. But it, but it doesn't seem that way because when they load it up, Hansel is like, oh, this isn't a map. This is just a portion of it. Right. That fits very specifically into the other portion that R2-D2 had, right? Right. So what becomes of that? So, oh, man, we're getting into some, some crazy theories. Here's, I, I my, think-
0: here's my theory. Here's my, and it goes off what you were just saying. They find that cache of Jocasta News, possibly in it, um, is the location of the First Jedi Temple. So Luke finally, you know, maybe it takes him a while to divulge this information, but it's through that that Luke learns. the Because evidently he um, never took Ben there, or maybe he did, but Ben just didn't remember how to get there, whatever. Ben didn't have the information. Otherwise he would have just went there. Um, but maybe Luke takes R2 there, goes there with R2 even, whatever. And he then sends R2 back to the resistance. With Luke, with
1: what though? Like his ship is down in the
0: water. Or maybe, maybe R2 had already been there with Luke. Yeah, yeah it would have had to been that. Okay. So Luke, Luke and R2 have already been there at Octo. But Luke uh, didn't take Ben with him, possibly, because he had already had these, like, um, he already had suspicions of Ben. He didn't trust him, obviously, right? He knew that there was stuff going on with Ben. So he and R2 had already been there. So after the Jedi Temple burns, after we see that moment, he just erases that portion, or tell, maybe he tells R2, erase that portion from your memory. Now, okay. but, but here's the right. thing. Here's the thing. I can see R2 because he's got just as much personality at this point. We know that the longer you don't erase a droid or whatever, the more the more they have all these quirks and everything. It's, I mean, they talk about it in Solo. They, It's abundantly clear in the Clone Wars. Like they talk about how Anakin's never erased R2's memory and that's why he's got all these quirks. He's essentially as human as any other, as any human. Okay um i think maybe r2 perp maybe r2 was the one who yeah he deleted it from his file but maybe r2 was the one to send it to lor Senteca. never underestimate a droid
1: yeah no i mean sure but i mean
0: <laughs> i like that theory the most like r2's <laughs> like sure i'll remove that section from my file but i'm going to send it to, i'm going to send it to somebody And, like, it will have to come to me. I, R2, will have to make the decision to put the two maps together. And only if I see fit to go and find Master Luke will I put the two parts of the map together.
1: So why is he shut down and then wake up as soon as Ray walks in the room?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because he sensed that part of the map. Cause it's, cause it's convenient.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe,
0: maybe he, maybe he, that was part of it. Maybe it was like, okay, maybe it was a vital part of R2's memory system or whatever. Or maybe he just had some sort of Bluetooth thing. He just programmed himself to be like, okay, I'm shutting down until I need to go find master Luke. So as soon as this map gets back into proximity, this portion of the map, it'll set a beacon off on me. It'll turn me back on. And I'll decide whether or not to lead people to Master Luke.
1: I could, I could buy that theory, but I think that Luke trusted Santeca as much as R two. I mean, Santeca, even when Kylo shows up, he's all talking about the Jedi and the light, and uh, essentially, right, the darkness. Like you were not, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Santeca is a very. We've only seen him in at the very beginning of. Uh, The Force Awakens, and that one flashback in The Rise of Kylo Ren. I know uh, he's had some scenes in, like, the Poe Dameron comic where Poe is, like, looking for him. But if he was such a huge part and Luke trusted him so much, it seems like he would be in closer contact with Leia.
1: And you would think that he would have some information in terms of – because, obviously, Lando and Luke were looking for things too.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I think it was R2, man. I think R2 is a sneaky little booger. And he's like, I like this the most because then it makes it a whole lot. Like people have complained, like you said, a whole lot about why does R2 just conveniently wake up? Well, if R2 was the one who decided that someday somebody might need Master Luke. So I'm going to do what he asked without doing what he asked. I'm going to remove this portion of the map, but I'm not going to delete it. I'm going to remove it. And I'll set an alarm so if it ever comes back near to me and I'm going to place myself next to Leia because chances are if somebody needs Luke, they're going to come to Leia and I will put the two pieces of the map together if I see yep. that. Okay, I buy that theory. And it makes R2 a freaking hero of the story even more than he is. It, it
1: does. I think Senteka has a little bit larger portion to to do with it um, than, than what we know. I think it's a combination of the theories. And to, because he, R2 sent it to him for a reason.
0: I would love to see Lor Senteca show up in the Mandalorian and be the one to like lead them to either either Luke or Ahsoka.
1: Yeah, that'd be dope.
0: Like, we're looking for Force users, okay? Who do we know? Well, there's this guy that's running the he's a member of uh, the Church of the Force. Let's yeah, go talk nice. to young Lorsan, <laughs> younger Lor Tekka.
1: <clears throat> anyway I think he had a, I think Senteca had a lot more going that? For him than just being a, than just being a dude a wingman I think, he, I think he plays a more important role the only problem is we're not going to see more of him at least in the future because obviously he's dead and the actor who played him is dead but um,
0: well, we could see a younger version of him
1: in, in the Mandalorian yeah yeah no it's all going to be filler is what we're going to see, in, uh, probably mostly in the comics. At some point in time, we should talk about uh, at least briefly, because it's getting late. The last uh, couple episodes, few episodes of the Clone Wars.
0: Oh man! Yeah, um, real quick, I was going to say Michael Bean has also been rumored to be cast in, or it's pretty much it's pretty much been confirmed now that Michael Bean's been cast in uh, the Mandalorian season two.
1: Interesting. You know who I could almost see, because he's such a good goddamn actor? Oh, man. Is actually, they're from the same series. I could see two people. I could almost see Benedict Cumberbatch playing him. All right. And I could also see Martin Freeman, the guy who uh, played his um, Holmes, to his Watson. He was also Bilbo in the oh, late... Yeah. The like late trilogy.
0: Just
1: because just because he's such a good actor. Okay.
0: Might be a little because, short. And he's also
1: British. Well, yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise is short too. So they skirt around. That, so.
0: Max von Saido is, uh, I think he was a bigger guy. But he saw him, really, he saw, him saw him further up. away again. We never really saw him standing up, though. Max von Saido.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, he's standing up next to Kylo.
0: Yeah, that's true. But um, I mean,
1: there's there's ways around that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he was six four, Max Fonsido, Martin Free, what was his name, Martin Freeman?
1: Yeah, he's short, but and I like. Five I'm, seven. I'm not wor- yeah, I'm not worried about height, but I, I could I could see him or Benedict Cumberbatch both
0: playing. I could see Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he could pull off a good, younger. And just too, like you said, well, he's kind of got like the shape of the face and stuff for it, but he's just a good actor all around. Martin Freeman is also
1: a phenomenal actor, so I don't know what you're talking about here.
0: I said so he's also a good actor all around. <laughs> all right, whatever. Oh. So
1: Clone Wars, we got to talk a little bit about that because it's getting late. I'm getting hungry.
0: All right, let's review the last four <laughs> That's four episodes of Clone Wars. Oh, goodness gracious. The last arc, the, uh, man, the Siege of Mandalore.
1: Yeah. Um, man. I, I mean, I enjoyed Ahsoka's arc throughout the season.
0: Yeah. It, uh, so the first, four episodes we saw her in two things i think that uh this this season is not in order um i think that if you were to watch this season in chronological order just like the rest of clone wars it kind of jumps all over the place um i think that you would have had to watch the the first four episodes with ahsoka and the uh the sisters yeah and, and then watch the bad batch And then watch the siege of Mandalore because there's that moment, which is a really good moment. When we see like uh, Ahsoka's like the, the first arc she's in with the two sisters, it's kind of like her finding herself again, her learning how to um, come to terms with not being a Jedi, but still like what her beliefs are helping people out still being like,
1: I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Absolutely, and and look, those episodes were super interesting. Like the and like her being around them and helping them out, trying to conceal being a Jedi. It's it's kind of like what we're doing in our like little D and D Star Wars game, right? Um, you know, trying to conceal our force sensitive powers and stuff, and like we're we're doing stuff like that all the time, but also using those powers to help the group. And they're trying, you know what I mean? It's 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 very very fun to watch.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, she's trying to figure out just like my character in the D&D. So, all right, for our listeners, we uh, Casey and I with some of our friends have started a Star Wars D&D and it takes place directly after Order 66. So basically like right in this time period of where we're watching, like just watch these last four episodes of Clone Wars. Um, and my character was... uh a jedi like taken as a child to be a jedi but just like in the legends like obi-wan um he never made it to knighthood was never selected to be an apprentice of anybody so he like was in the jedi agri Corps. so he was a force user that never became a knight and he would never would have become a knight and he just did like peace corps things for the jedi and casey your character
1: yeah so my character um he grew up as like a farmer on Dantooine. He was vit, like a Jedi came there at one point in time, and it was a big ordeal. And uh, he took notice of me, and like he like he taught me a couple of things. I really didn't think much of it at that point in time, but uh, he said he would come back to uh, to to teach me something, to teach me stuff. Right. Um, and he never did. And then, uh, of course, Order sixty six happens. So I find myself. Um, Looking for this. Meeting up with these, these random folk. But yeah, so like
0: my character and your character are both Force users trying to figure out what it means to be a Force user, especially my character, to be a Force user without being a Jedi anymore. Um, and just like Ahsoka was having to figure that out. Uh, but yeah, um, the reason I say that I think they are out of order was because in those episodes when Ahsoka is leaving Coruscant with the sisters, she flies by the sh- like they go through the uh, uh, military ship planes. Remember, yeah. And we get that moment on the bridge where uh, Admiral Yularen walks over and he's like, "What is this civilian ship doing?" Blah blah blah. And Anakin walks up, and it's very like Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, reminiscent. Yeah. You're walking up, and. He's like questioning what's going on with this ship. Oh, it's an older code, sir. I was about to let them. Yeah, sure, let them pass. But just like he knows in Return of the Jedi that Luke's on that ship, he can sense that Ahsoka's on that ship.
1: Oh, yeah, Ahsoka sensed him too.
0: Yeah, so they have that that feeling. But um, in The Bad Batch, it's like it's he's he's been gone from Coruscant. These are the Outer Rim sieges we hear Padme talk about in Episode 3 that oh you've been gone for so long there's rumors you were dead blah 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 so i think that if you just watched you know uh, it would make more sense that like maybe that was him gearing up to go out out on the uh outer rim sieges otherwise he was hanging around coruscant and just didn't hit up padme and she'd probably be pretty pissed about that yeah she'd
1: probably be pretty frustrated in general but man i tell you when um I think, what was it? Like episode, episode nine. Um, at the end of it, or <laughs> even like mid to end, uh, Ahsoka kind of reconvenes with the Jedi council in a way like by Sabine, who was used to be an
0: enemy. Oh, uh, Oh, Bo-Katan you mean?
1: Oh yeah. Bo, Bo. Yeah. Sabine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was
0: episode, that was episode confusing, eight.
1: Confusing rebels here, but, uh, yeah, no. So like <clears throat> they talk, she talks to the Jedi and, um, she doesn't want to rejoin the Order and trying to convince them to go track down Maul. Because there's other important stuff going on. They can't be there. And so she goes to Mandalore yep. to track down Maul. And at the very end of that episode, it's, uh, oh, I was expecting Kenobi.
0: Yeah. Something like that. And it's uh, um, it's cool in that first episode because... A, when she meets back up with Anakin and Obi-wan and stuff she's like giving them the cold shoulder she uh she's here to do a thing she's here because like this is still where her morals lie, but she's still not sure about the jedi especially, right. especially the council and stuff um it's cool um you know Anakin gives her her lightsabers' back now that's interesting because her lightsabers were always green, and now they're blue yeah but here's one thing I noticed for the first time maybe it was just them being blue, but I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but uh, Ahsoka's lightsabers are basically a mixture between Anakin's lightsaber and Obi-Wan's like, lightsaber from um, Phantom Menace. I did,
1: I did notice the bottom Batman. of the hilt was very Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah, and her uh, the top is basically like Anakin's Graflex lightsaber, but it just has like two splits instead of one yeah so and that and that just got me thinking like essentially and then later and um one of the episodes when her and maul are facing off he's like oh you have obi-wan's arrogance or whatever you know and he's like oh yeah you'll find there's lots of stuff and that got me to thinking like essentially ahsoka is the best has the best parts of anakin and the best parts of obi-wan like, she's learned from both of them. And she's oh, absolutely. The perfect amalgamation of the both of them. Like, Anakin was a little too brash and maverick. Obi-Wan was at times a little bit too much by the book, by the numbers. And she's just like the perfect mixture of the both of them. And you can see that in our lightsabers.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I like that. Because I did notice the definite Obi-Wan connection with the lightsaber.
0: Yep, and then the top of it is just like a double of Anakin's lightsaber. <laughs> I liked in that first episode, and a lot of these episodes, you can tell that they went back and like did these after the sequel trilogy. So I'm sure Dave threw these in on purpose, but there's a lot of callbacks to the sequel trilogy. So you have in that first episode when Anakin makes his first appearance on that bridge, and he walks out in front of like the entirety of the droid army, and it's it's like a replica of the shot of Luke standing in front of the First Order.
1: Yep, terrifying.
0: Um, then there's uh, when in the second to last episode, or second no third to last episode, um, the Phantom Apprentice. When Maul, and I wanted to talk about this when Maul asks um, Ahsoka to join him. It's just like in the last Jedi when Kylo asks uh Ray to join him,
1: yeah, I definitely saw that um' like he he has his hand obviously extended and um and they come together again, and it's like i i i I definitely got the feeling like next time I ask Ray right. will take my
0: hand, you know what I mean, yeah. Now, what do uh, you think about Ahsoka? At first, she's like, "Yeah, I'll help you."
1: Well, even before, so even before that, like, so that's an episode later. Um, so, in between that, you have like the Battle of Mandalore, and her fighting with Maul, which was a super exciting fight, and both of them. Like, I, I got a uh, so that was before. This
0: was before that. This is before they had their fight. Their big helping fight. him, out. helping him out. No, like I'm no, talking. No, no, I'm no. talking I, when you say helping, helping him, him out, out, just when when he offers his hand and he's like, "Listen about Darth Sidious." He's like, "Yeah, I know the truth about Darth Sidious." Yada yada yada. He oh,
1: re- they bail. Say, like,
0: and then something happens and, and he bails. Well, well, because then he, she was like, "Well, you, ha- I have one question," and he's like you but yeah, uh, you know all you have no, to-
1: so you're talking about a you're talking about the episode that I'm talking about where they had the fight
0: Yeah but it's before the fight This ep- and then she doesn't yeah, this, draw yeah, her yeah, lightsabers. This, yeah yeah happened- like,
1: yeah but it's the same episode so I'm just
0: Yeah but I'm saying to- like what do you think like she was ready to join him to take on Sidious <laughs> He was ready to join forces with Darth Maul who she knows to be a dark sider until he was like uh she, her question was
1: yeah, Anakin, by Anakin Anakin.
0: and then he's like oh yeah he's he's going to the dark side and she's like, eh, no 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 I yeah, know I mean, Anakin he'd never do that
1: yeah no so, uh, Ahsoka could have ended all this
0: yeah so, so what do you think that would have looked like
1: oh man I mean there's so many points in the movies in general where it's like if this happened it would have been different if this happened
0: that's the hypothetical that's my hypothetical for you what War. if if she, she joined with them Maul, like, oh yeah, Anakin's going to turn to the dark side. Or if she had really, like, let her eyes be opened and were like, I don't, hey, I, I don't
1: I, so I don't know if much would have changed in terms. I think it just would have been two separate sects of Sith at that point in time. Uh, because I don't see her being like, okay, like, come with me. Let's go tell the Jedi Council and let's take down Anakin.
0: He wouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah here's what I see happening. If she was like, okay, I'll go. He's like, okay. Newsflash. Cause Maul had this, um, knowledge. He had to have known the hat known that Palpatine was Sen- Senator Palpatine, Chancellor Palpatine. Darth yeah. King.
1: Yeah. No, he did. He had a vision and he knew well, that he, he knew this. he, were, he, he knew. By it the was a
0: power play. He wasn't revealing this because he didn't want to give up his cards, you know? Yeah. Um, but if I think that if Ahsoka at that moment's like, okay, I'll join you. Let's go take on Sidious. If they hop on a ship and they book and they just leave Mandalore there fighting each other. They leave the clones and the Mandalorians fighting each other. And they go straight to Coruscant. They go there. They would have arrived before Order 66. Right. But how do they get to the Chancellor? It's Maul and Ahsoka. How do they not manage to get to the Chancellor? Think about what the both of them have achieved.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess they could do it. They have the codes and stuff
0: like that. Like, they have the know-how. Like, Maul has the know-how of, like, the Underground. He's got half the Underground working for him. Um, Ahsoka has the know-how of, like, the Republic side. Maul has the know-how of, like, the back backdoor like whatever whatever uh palpatine's like you know dark dark side little cubby holes are or were at least you could probably track them through that but i'm saying if there was a confrontation darth maul ahsoka tano versus darth sidious
1: who wins
0: who wins
1: i don't think anybody wins
0: or how yes. about this? At that point, if they were to have left then.
1: But at that point in time, the Chancellor is revealed.
0: Well, he's not yet. He's not revealed yet until two episodes later. No, I'm, I'm saying that
1: like, if they go to confront him,
0: right? Um, he would be revealed.
1: I don't think anybody wins. I think somebody gets away. I don't think they believe what they say about the Chancellor. Oh. And I think he still executes Order 66.
0: I think he would. I think uh, who wouldn't, I, I don't think that they would be like, Oh, let's tell the masses. They'd be like, no, we got to kill this guy. But here's the other thing I just thought of during this whole period, who is glued to the chancellor's side, essentially.
1: Uh, the other guy with the tails on his head. What's his name?
0: No, no, no. Anakin.
1: Oh yeah, sure. So yeah, they come across him too. So they go to
0: confront, because at some point between Mandalore and Coruscant, Maul would have to tell Ahsoka, uh, yeah, Darth Sidious is the Chancellor. He's been pulling the strings both these sides, you know, the he's been working both sides of the chess game here. They come up, and so it would turn into Maul and Ahsoka going after the Chancellor, and then... It's the Chancellor and Anakin. So then Anakin would have to choose, not between um, helping kill who he knows is a bad guy deep down. Like, he knows he's a bad guy. You know, he tells him to his face, like, oh, you're the Sith Lord? Oh, you want to, you know, you want to strike out at me. You know what? You know, he's like, oh, I would certainly like to. But if it's not douchebag Mace Windu, always looking down his nose at everybody, his arm's a whole lot easier to cut off than if, ahsoka basically your little sister or your like almost daughter shows up and is like oh yeah he's the sith lord you got to kill this you know we got to take him down
1: yeah you see it's interesting though because at that point in time anakin would have already had these visions and
0: right yeah. that's what i'm saying
1: so like he could have like palpatine could have said the same thing and i i just i don't like who do you choose? Do you choose your wife over your sister? I, I mean, that's not a question for me to answer. If if I was in the heat of the moment, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I, I, I. So I wouldn't blame Anakin for choosing the same thing at that point in time. Especially with Maul right there, and I, if I was him, I would assume that Maul had turned to Soka, being like, "What are you like? What are you
0: doing?" Mm. Um. Yeah, I think they. I think he. I don't think Anakin ever fully trusted Palpatine either.
1: Well, no, I mean he does say like to Padme that you know um, I'm stronger than the Chancellor. I can overthrow him. Um, So the loyalty there, once he goes to the dark side, is like it's just to his wife, dude. Like it's not, it's not to Ahsoka or anybody. So at that point in time, Palpatine's like, I can, I can save the one you love. Like even if it was Ahsoka. I think that he would have chosen Padme and chosen the Chancellor. I think that they would have fought Darth Maul and Ahsoka to the death. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I don't think it's that cut and dry. I don't, I don't see him because he was very conflicted, and it was super easy for him to turn on Mace Windu because Mace Windu was just a jerk to him his whole life but if his own doubts are being reflected in somebody he probably loved almost as much as, as Padme.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, but at the same time, like you even hear Maul say like, like Anakin's been groomed. And if, if you're groomed, like you see this a lot with people who have been, you know, like sexually assaulted or as kids, like they, or even like Stockholm syndrome. Like you, you grow to eventually love your attacker at some point in time, and right. I, I, I still do. I still, in in my head, I, I still think that Anakin would have sided with Palpatine, um, after all that because he didn't yeah. want Ahsoka to begin with, and then eventually, yeah, they became close. But Palpatine has always been there. He's always been this figure in his past, and. Now she shows up with somebody that killed his master's master. right? I think he chooses
0: Palpatine again. So that's another thing I wanted to talk about was Maul's vision of Skywalker, and how crazy it is that he had like a crazy, accurate vision. Like Maul, his place and lore and everything has just like quadrupled just by having this vision. Like, super accurate vision compared to the other visions that we've seen. Yeah, no. It's...
1: (gasps) When they started talking about that, um, that was pretty wild. Um, Because I don't think I've ever heard of a... At least
0: in the the movies or since we've been talking, like a Sith having a vision. Um, But we know, like, Palpatine's always like, I have foreseen it.
1: Yeah, I know. But I I, I like foresight might be like a specific individual ability. Um, who knows? But so, so Maul has this vision, right? And Skywalker's the key. The key. And this mind is the key. My
0: key. To bring balance to the Force? The codes to Zion. Um. No. <clears throat> no. To destroy. <clears throat>
1: confusing everything the two different sagas. But uh yeah, I mean that was that was pretty wild. Um and, and you know, man, like if, if Darth Maul just would have been such a bitch and just would have been like, okay, like you know, I'll be good,
0: you know. Right. I'll I'll go with you to the Jedi Council. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll go and I'll I'll be good. Like I want nothing to do with it. I won't do bad stuff. And once again,
0: if freaking Mace Windu wasn't such a douche, Ahsoka might have told him or Yoda at least about the vision she had or, you know, like what Maul's vision was, the vision that Maul had.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I mean, Maul's a badass, dude. Like, no, like, I'm the, like, like that's the whole thing with the council and, and the Jedi in, in general. Like, the, there is a hierarchy of authority here. You, if, if, when Ahsoka was a Padawan and Anakin was pissed off at her, she'd say, I'm sorry, master, and, you know, move on with trying to fix the problem. Um, that's the way it was. So I just think, I think Windu might have been a little bit old school. But there's no doubting that he's a badass, dude. Like, what, what, I wouldn't say no to Maul. You know, I mean, not Maul, to, to Windu. I wouldn't say no to Windu. Like, he's a badass dude, man.
0: Yeah, but after he's... I'm just saying, like, after he's screwed over Ahsoka. Like... You mean Anakin? He, no, 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 no. Screwed over Ahsoka. Oh, well, he, yeah. He was yeah, framed. I mean, and yeah, then. I mean, That was was due process.
1: It was, Eh. it is what it was. uh, The justice system is not uh, as great as it seems. Oh yeah. But
0: I'm, yeah, but I'm saying like she was, she was framed and he wouldn't give her the time of day. And then afterwards they're like, oh yeah, we can see now. This is your great trial. Come on back and be a Jedi now. She's like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then he just throws that back in her face again, like, "Oh, yeah, you're too good to be one of us. Whatever, we're too good for you." Right when she well, had the, I opportunity mean, I mean, go. not, I mean, kind of, and not really, because she's also like slowly like
1: irking her way back into possibly joining the Jedi again. And uh, they she say no. She even says she says like as a, like Yoda's like as a Jedi, she's like no, as a citizen. So Nayswind is like, all right, citizen. This is a matter for the council. I don't care who you are. If it's a matter for the council, normal Jedi don't get that privilege either. Like she, she would have.
0: Yeah, but just the way he said it, he was just
1: being a dick about it. You got like I like Mace Windu. Yeah. You you can say he's being a dick all you want. I think he's I think he's holding up the the structure that's been held up for a long time. I think that's all it was. Like I I, I don't care who you are.
0: I you think know? I think when Mace I think when in episode two when Yoda's talking about. You know, even the older, more experienced Jedi are kinda of like full of themselves. I think he's talking about Mace Windu.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. But I, I still I, I'm still on Mace Windu's side there and in terms of that. Like if if I'm the boss of a company or something like that, well, I
0: think Mace Windu's like BA. I think he is I think he's got reason to be haughty and like he was one of the youngest uh, members of the Jedi Council. He's now like the high rank. He is the master of the Order. Actually, Yoda is like uh, he's like um, basically like retired from that. And he's you know he's got a very like it's prestigious, but um, but still I think that Windu's kind of full of himself.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's no doubt that he's full of himself, but uh, at least with what I do, like it, to me, it mimics Hollywood. If somebody, if I were in that situation, you look at it as like producer and like maybe uh production manager or coordinator or PA or something like that. Uh, they, they question you, you fire him. If they don't do what you do. If they don't do what you say, fire him. Um, and now you're giving an opportunity. Like they made a mistake. Um, And and they admit their mistake and say, okay, like you're, you're, you're welcome back. Um, Not even as a Padawan, they would have brought her back as a, as a knight at that point in time. Yeah. Um, Like that was, that was your trial. Like, I'm going to promote you. Um, And if they say no, I'm going to be like, all right, like F you and I will not work with you again. Like you're going on a blacklist.
0: Well, here's the thing though, right? Like George Lucas set up the Clone Wars essentially to show that the Jedi had lost their morals. Like they had sacrificed everything they stood for essentially. And Mace Windu was basically the poster child of that. Um, if we had gotten, oops, sorry. we would gotten the entirety of the Clone Wars like we were supposed to, another one of the arcs we would have gotten was... Um, the, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. An arc with Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Vos. Um, Dark Disciple, the Dark Disciple arc. So you can read a novel now that was taken from the scripts from the Dark Disciple. And in it, they uh, they decide, we're going to send Quinlan Voss. Um, and he actually ends up teaming up with Asaj Ventress like after she helped Ahsoka, yada, yada, yada. And she's kind of like more like a gray character at that point. Um, Mace Windu actually brings up, he's like, look, we need to assassinate Count Dooku. The only way to end this is to assassinate Count Dooku, which is a very un-Jedi-like thing to do, right? Um, I mean, unless you're Mace Windu. So, so I mean, he brings this up and Obi-Wan basically gives this speech about how that's not a Jedi-like thing to do. How far have we fallen that we're not talking about us straight up assassinating people? And so if you look at, if you go from Mace Windu in episode two being like, you know, oh, we're not soldiers. We can't fight a war for you. Um, to... Mace Windu in the Clone Wars being like, "Yeah, let's assassinate this guy." It's it shows that like the Jedi have become, you know, exactly what they they shouldn't be, well, that, or, or they adapted to a violent world. They adapted like, to like, literally, literally Mace Windu. They adapted to they. <laughs> Palpatine saw how they wanted how he wanted to mold and shape them because. A Jedi, a true Jedi, like a Qui-Gon Jinn, would never have been able to be molded and folded into the Jedi Order that Palpatine turned them into during the Clone Wars. Yeah, sure. I mean, I agree with that.
1: Maybe Qui-Gon would have left, but I think Mace Windu's like entire thing was to protect and to make sure that the Jedi Order actually survives. And then maybe they go back to the way it was, but we see that
0: everywhere. Was actually, part of its fall in that. Yeah, I mean, y- yeah. I firmly still- believe if he wasn't, if he wasn't a now we have two se- within like hours of each other. He was, he was, he was uh, like horrible to Ahsoka, and Ahsoka could have given him some information. That could have changed the course of things. And then he was horrible to Skywalker. If, if he would have just been like, if he wasn't straight up, like, yeah, I don't trust you boy, just stay here. You came and you gave me this information. You, uh, you obviously have trusted me with this. You came straight to me with this and now you want to help out. Yeah. I can sense you're kind of teetering between your allegiances. So let me do something to piss you off what stay like yeah, i don't think stay it's here. a bad thing i, I would have told him to stay too
1: if i would have known that uh, given how powerful anakin was i don't blame mace windu for that at all he even says like again it's just like offering him a carrot if what you said said is true you will have gained my
0: trust you will like to me that's like you will be a master well, essentially, he's saying trust. like i don't believe you like if, you, what, no, you, if what you say is true you'll have gained my trust but yeah, yeah
1: and, that, and all I had, all anakin had to do was just sit all he had to do was sit and you know what? If your boss tells you to sit, especially like in something like that, like in, in that type of hierarchy, you you take a seat, Skywalker. Well, That's what you do?
0: Have yeah. you ever not gotten along with somebody in a workplace environment that was higher up than you?
1: Oh, absolutely. But there's nothing like it depends on the hierarchy. Like there's nothing I can do about it, and like there's nobody else for Anakin to go to because Mace Windu's the
0: guy. But just think, he tells think, you, to, he tells you to sit. If down, you're working for a guy. And you're and and say okay, you're working for a producer, but you're better at producing than him, and you know it, and he knows it. And the only reason he's so, you know, half the reason he's he's so uh, hard on you, is because you're better than him, and he knows it. And I then
1: still, I still sit, dude. I sit that and that and that. Okay, you don't understand how Hollywood works, dude.
0: Right, okay. The, the, I, I, the, understand. The, I understand the, what you're saying. Jedi order it even, like I'm Hollywood. just using producer because yeah. it's that. But I'm just saying that... If, yeah, I, if, you're talking, if you're talking about a manager where I can go find another job
1: at another store somewhere else, Anakin can't do that. There's no other Jedi Order. There's no like, oh well, I'm going to join the uh, Jedi CVS. There's a Sith. I mean... Yeah, I know. Sure, he, that's exactly <laughs> what he pushed him into. There's nothing. There's nothing uh, congruent with his current views. So, like, if my boss, like, I, like if my boss, like the CEO of a company, if I'm working for like a Fortune 500 company, like the Jedi, right? You can look at them as that. If they're a big part of uh, the order of things in terms of the Republic. If the CEO tells me to take a seat, I'm gonna take a seat. I'm okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll take a seat. Yeah.
0: Like that's know that's though. just the way, like that's, if, that's the way it is. okay, if you're part of this Fortune 500 company and the CEO tells you to take a seat, but at the same time uh your wife is dying of a of a chronic illness and the leader the CEO of this other larger, you know, potentially larger Fortune 500 company who is going to come in and undercut your business and could take out you know, like uh, very aggressive buyout um, has the ant- says he has the antidote for your wife and you're choosing allegiances between these two companies, the one that's raised you, but your one CEO is being, uh, you know, being evil to you. And the one who you've known for a long time, he's always been friendly to you, but he's kind of aggressive towards this one. And he has, he's saying he has the antidote for your wife's sickness
1: yeah. Well, so the sickness um, that I had—the sickness that I think she has—that I, that I had a dream about that I believe is so real. Right. Like, like it's not like she was diagnosed. It's just like, oh, like, oh, I, okay. But it was—it
0: was, it was like she was, was diagnosed. I Anna. had a
1: dream she was going to die. So, it was like,
0: um, and to Anakin, it was like she was diagnosed. It was a hundred percent sure because he's had these <laughs> before. It was about his mother, and she died.
1: Yeah. Sure. All right. So okay. Yeah. He's convinced. To a degree,
0: um, I mean, he's a hundred percent convinced. He's convinced enough to turn on the right. So, but, but but so regardless, like if if he would have he's went convinced with enough, like you said, to turn against his closest one of his closest friends, both of his closest friends actually, he ends up turning against Obi Wan, and you're you're convinced that if Ahsoka has shown up, he would have turned against her too. Yep. So I mean. I still say bad on Mace Windu. He should have been just a little, he should have had just a little more. Uh, it wouldn't have,
1: It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. He was groomed. It wouldn't have mattered.
0: Well, he and, was groomed because, and he was groomed like that and able to be groomed because there were those footholds for Palpatine to be like, yeah, the Jedi, they don't, see your true potential they're not giving you this why won't they tell you about this why won't they just make you a master why won't they do this why 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 he was groomed using the stuff that mace windu just as a figurehead and the rest right. of the jedi but right, mace right. Windu, to a great degree did against right.
1: because right because he like he knew how the jedi operated he'd been around it he knew what was going on right. he, he knew how to dogmatic and no he knew how to prey on the weaknesses If anakin would have saved the course he would have been just fucking fine dude if he would have said what does it say, say about the jedi order
0: he would have what got does his say promotion about the jedi order and mace and people like mace Windu and the mm-hmm. jedi that what does it
1: say about the people who try and prey on that it's just like having like, like okay like if you're talking like a real fortune 500 company like a russian operative coming in and like you know being like oh hey like this company that i heard about this company that does this thing and you know, they're not treating you right here. You can come over here and work for me. And I want you to steal company secrets. And like, it's it's the it's same goddamn thing, dude. Anakin was in the wrong. There's no doubt about it. Mace
0: Windu was not in the wrong. So you're saying what Mace Windu did, how he acted, he was not in the wrong whatsoever? Nope. I'm saying the weakness, the weaknesses that were there, the things that... Um, Palpatine picked at to groom at him like you're saying he was groomed but the things that he pointed out were weaknesses in the Jedi's foundation that he took advantage of and he started to pick away at and those weaknesses were how Mace Windu acted and how the Jedi were twisted and turned and basically put into a corner to do like that but you talk about you talk you talk about Qui-Gon all the time dude like
1: none of this would have happened if he didn't insist to Obi Wan that the boy be trained, he was too old. He was too old. He was too emotional. He had a mother. He had emotional ties to his mother that was used against him. Um, right. Things that, things that Jedi don't have. He was. He was too old to be trained in general. So the Jedi were. So wrong. Since
0: he was too old, he was bound <laughs> to turn to the dark side.
1: I think that he should not have been trained. And if well, he was, then what haunted, about
0: Luke? Luke was older than that before he even started training.
1: Right, but at that point in time, there's literally no Jedi left, and it, and no. and what Mace Windu's entire idea was
0: for the Jedi Order to survive. Dogmatic.
1: No, the Jedi need to survive. It's not dogmatic.
0: I want to hear. I want to hear our our listeners. Uh, somehow, like the great debates on talking Sith always I mean, revolve around Mace Windu. He's a very pivotal yeah, I mean, character. He. I mean, what's funny is in go ahead uh, i mean I, I didn't mean to say
1: it's not dogmatic it, it's i mean it's definitely a dogmatic view just like the sith has a dogmatic view as well um and there's probably a gray area that has not been seen yet in canon but uh goodness gracious dude uh things have been working so well for so long um and have this little kid come in and upset the order uh, yeah, no, you like, you sit down when you're told to sit, but that's what you do. Hmm. And Anakin did the first time he didn't the second time, but you keep sitting. And that's what I would have done. I would have sat, I would have sat down.
0: Well, I'm I was saying like, it's just crazy. Cause we have this debate over, I'm going to put this up too. I want to hear what people's thoughts are. Mace Windu, was he in the wrong or was he in the right? Was he justified or was he not? Was he a bit of a, a bit of a dick? Or was he not? Even you said it in the episode when he said that to Ahsoka's, like, "Oh, there's Mace Windu being a dick." But
1: yeah, no, he, no. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a dick. I'm just saying like he he was in the right though. Like this is how I was was saying like this is
0: how things are done. He, uh, it's funny that like okay, we have this big um, argument on talking Sith about whether Mace Windu did or did not throw the fight with, or whether Palpatine threw the fight with Mace Windu, or whether or not he actually bested him. Right then we have this and it's funny because mace windu's like uh thing in the forest is shatter points <laughs> it's like he's able to send shatter points and like and he is uh he's a shatter point anytime he's in uh talking sith uh anytime he gets featured on talking sith he's like a shatter point uh okay Moving on, we will back, to, we will, back to Clone Wars we will, let, we will let that be uh, we will let that be decided and discussed later on with other members of talking Sith and uh, your guys' uh, and, and,
1: and, and I want you to and I want you guys to think about it it's like okay not, like don 't look at it as your boss because like you say, if you say "Fuck you to your own boss, you can move on to the company down the street that sells the same shtick that they're, that, that the original company was selling, you know what I mean like right the like the Sith. Or whatever. No, they're not selling the same thing. They're selling something very, very different. Yeah, they're selling the Force. But <laughs> no, it's not. It's not just a competing company at that point in time. It's a complete opposite.
0: Um, they've heard your argument. They've heard both of our arguments. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's not like you can go to the CVS down the street, dude. Like, if there was another Jedi Order that Anakin could have joined, maybe he would have done that at, at that point. Once, once Mace Windu was being a uh, quote total dick, bro, to him, you know what <laughs> I mean. Like it's just the way. That's just the way it is, man. Like, you listen to your boss, man. Like, like if you have clients, if your client gets in your face, at some point in time you might drop them. But at, if if they're a good, if they're like normally a good client and they're a big client, you you suck it up, like, and and you you do the work mm. and you bitch about it later, which is what Anakin does. Except he took it to a whole a whole new no. level. But anyway, going back to the Clone Wars, the fight between ahsoka
0: and darth maul whoa yeah awesomeness um and like i said before that was um that was mocap they brought ray park in um
1: yeah it was so it was so cool man it was so fun um the lighting was crazy like the, the detail and everything was crazy Uh, I saw, I I mentioned before, like, when we were watching it, there was, like, a crazy uh, Game of Thrones, like, lightsaber flip that Ahsoka did and turned it around and and struck with it. And you had brought up something that you had seen in terms of uh, her switching her grip the last second to block.
0: Yeah, yeah. She, like, uh, let go when he hit a lightsaber, it flipped around, and she switched, like, uh, switched her, her holds on and stuff. It was, oh, man, it was awesome. The whole thing was awesome. It was – you could tell it was, like, smoother. You could tell it was – I don't know. There was just – you could tell it was different from the get-go. And, uh, yeah, just bringing Ray Park in and having him be part of that, um, you could just – you could tell. And it just added something special to it. But – um, and you, and, you, and you know Ray Park was enjoying every single moment. Oh, of the yeah.
1: Yeah, you. he said like, there's yeah, a, a- – he is so, like, into Darth Maul and, like, his fans and stuff like that. Like,
0: he loved it. He loved every
1: second of it.
0: He owns it. You know, he's, he's protective of the character. He loves, he loves the character. Yeah, and, like, we met him at um, uh, Star Wars Celebration in 2015 in Anaheim. And, I mean, I, I don't know if I've told the story on uh, Talking Sith or not before, but you remember he was at, like, that cantina set. There's people, like, crowding him. We were working our way up there. You well, guys, got we, our...
1: we, we were there for a reason, though. Yeah, like, we were there. So, like, you guys had brought your costumes and made them and stuff like that. And then the day before that, the day before we met him, um, you helped Carla and I. Like, we made our own like Endor Rebel things.
0: Yeah, so you guys could get into the cantina with us.
1: Yeah, they like yeah they like, they, they they fucking invited us in, and uh, they're shooting like a thing with Ray
0: Park there. Yeah, they're doing like the interview thing.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll let you take it from there.
0: Yeah. So we go up and we get, uh, so I had my costume on, you guys had your costumes on, you guys get like your picture next to Ray Park. I got my picture next to Ray Park and my wife, Hannah, didn't have a costume on. So she's just waiting like to like get up and she gets up next to like the fence or whatever that separates and is going to uh, get her picture with Ray. And these guys like step in front and like cut her. And, uh, Ray was like, no, 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 no. He just like shoot the guys off. And he's like, all right, come on, come over here. And made sure my wife got her picture with him, you know, like as she was like waiting, which is just cool. And he's just like an all around. He's a good guy. Class X, man. Yeah, man. He, uh, but yeah, so it just means a lot that he was, he was a part of that, you know, he was able to, uh, yeah, he's
1: super friendly and, and. He's just a good guy. Like it's. A nice, it's it, I mean, he's just a good, a good guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's just such a good
0: a, guy. That's <laughs> a good guy to portray such a bad guy. To have <laughs> a hallway scene that rivals Darth Vader's hallway scene in Rome. Oh my, oh my
1: goodness! That I, I. Oh man! Now that you brought that up, holy cow! That was crazy. So Ahsoka sets them like they they capture Maul at the end of that, and Ahsoka sets him free right after Order sixty six to to create a diversion. And he's insinuating, like, basically, give me one of your lightsabers to have a fighting chance. And, she, and she's like, no, I'm not rooting for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know Which mean? is
0: a good thing that she didn't, because I think he would have just taken down everybody in the whole ship, like, too soon for her.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. But goodness gracious, when he's walking through that hallway, and he's, like, cutting people's heads off, like, throwing doors and, like, using doors as shields with the force and stuff like that, I was just like, holy cow, man, that is so badass.
0: Yeah, he there were a lot of homages so there was like he flung the guy up against the uh ceiling just like Vader does in the hallway. Oh,
1: ahsoka did that when she released him too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does um the other thing which I think was set kind of an homage was when the door closes and it drops the guy's arm and that's where he gets the pauldron to like listen in on our comlink Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of an homage to um the Mandalorian yeah oh, yeah, yeah I could see that. but no, that whole that oh man, that hallway sequence was crazy, and the other crazy thing he does was after you know right before he takes down the hyperdrive with the force, um the cool thing he did was uh he gets that clone's helmet. he uses the oh, yeah. like you said, the perfect thing like you said was like, oh, like dodgeball. So he's like using the helmet to deflect the lightsaber bolt or the uh, blaster bolts, like a lightsaber, like you would with lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Then he chucks it right at the dude. Oh man, yeah, that was Maul was, uh, Maul was awesome in this, and I would love. This makes me want to like, I want more Maul more than ever now.
1: Oh yeah, no, like uh, this just paints Maul in a whole new light for me. He's he's he like he's like he's cool in a terrible way, but yeah, I want to see him do more bad stuff. We saw Dryden Voss.
0: Yeah, that was cool. I, I almost think, and right after we see, so we see like uh, the Black Sun Vigo. Yeah,
1: syndicate. Um, like
0: we we see the Pike guy. Syndicate guy, and we see Dryden Voss from Crimson Dawn. But right after that, he gives the speech to the Mandalorians, right, where he's yeah. like. This, this uh, it's not your way to hide in sewers and blah, 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 like rats. And then I was thinking, like, in the Mandalorian, what are they doing? They're hiding in sewers. Right,
1: yeah, no. You'll die as warriors, and then they do, man. They, they die fighting for him. They're like, we need you. And uh, he's like, nope, my shuttle's going to pick me up right now.
0: So I wonder how that plays in to, like, this is the way. And like their orthodox Mando ways that are adopted after all this.
1: I think at that point in time, they don't trust the Republic or anybody besides themselves. Like, I think it's just like them, like, like our way is the way this is the way. Hmm. Why do we do this? Because this is the way.
0: My theory is that the, the chick that was going to pick up Maul is the armorer, And that the armorer was with Maul. Um, because if you even look at, like, you know, a lot of the, like, pe- the Mandals that follow Mall, they have the spikes, like, he has, like, on their helmet. Yeah. He has horns on her helmet. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. The, yeah, it's
1: possible. Um, I like, couldn't, like, who knows, like, what sect of Death Watch won after that, or if they joined together.
0: Well, it's like the Bo-Katan Death Watch that saves the Mandalorian, that saves Din Djarin. Huh. So, I don't know. Maybe she went, and maybe. Ugh. But there's a whole lot of other stuff with Mandalorians so that you got to watch. Rebels. I think I think that I think
1: that spiky helmet thing. Might, I think that spiky helmet thing just might signify like leadership because the guy, the main guy who had the spikes, was like the leader, second to all, basically.
0: Yeah, but they didn't have the spiky things it it's they they adopted the spikes for all. that's that much has been said hmm. and she does have spikes so uh, maybe she maybe she's uses it
1: as like a like a symbol of fear or something i don't know that's interesting it's a good point
0: uh it's getting late so um, I, I got one on? more thing i got one more one cool. more small subject and then we're First done second.
1: No, no, I wanted to talk about uh, Rex. and that's,
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Rex in this episode. Okay, good. Um, The main thing I wanted to talk about was how he fought Order 66.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. He was crying. He had tears going down his
0: face. And he was, like, shaking.
1: Oh, yeah, he was shivering.
0: He even said, he said something about fine fives.
1: Yeah, fine fives, fine fives.
0: So that arc from uh, season six comes back, where Fives died, you know, in front of Rex, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, where we were like, Is, "This has got to come into play somewhere." Yeah. So I was I was waiting for uh, I was waiting for that to happen, but just Rex's man—it's <laughs> got to tear Rex up that. Like talk about like we were talking about like the dichotomy between or like the relationship between like your boss and the family you were, you know, the business you were with, blah, blah, blah. Well, then if you're Rex and it's like forceful brain takeover, then you're freed from that. You realize you were trying to kill your friend, and you realize all your brothers are also have also been like forcefully taken over and they're trying to kill your friend who you're now trying to protect. They're trying to kill you now, too.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, he, he does quarrel with that. I mean, at one point he even says, he's like, those guys out there like, my brothers. Yeah. Like, they're not going to let us go. They're, they, they're all much. willing Cause, to cause she, cause she, Yeah, because she didn't want to kill them. Yeah. So kill them. And he's like, they don't care about that.
0: And then, like you said. We die, so they, we die. They buried all of them.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Re- yeah, Rex was carrying the shovel, man.
0: I'm sure. So I, I can't see Ahsoka just standing there. Oh, like, no, I love him, I, just I, especially. I, I, especially like Jesse. Jesse's another tragic character in this. Like we've known Jesse for seasons. Mm. Jesse is like so. He gets captured, tortured, interrogated by Maul, and he's like so remorseful of it. He's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Commander. I'm sorry. I would never. Have, I didn't want to give you up." And then flip that switch, and he's like, "Yep, kill him. Kill her. Take him out." Take her out. Yeah,
1: no, it's 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 nuts, dude. But uh, I I think it was very prudent and to to show Rex carrying that shovel. And I even said I was like, did he bury them all?
0: Yeah, and then you see did all the graves.
1: Bury them? And I was like, goodness gracious. And then we yeah, sure enough, we saw all the graves and the helmets. And yeah, Rex put in the work. And I even made a comment. I was like, oh, it would have been great if Ahsoka just would have done the thing that Ray used to bury the lightsabers in Rise of Skywalker. Right. That'd have been quick. But uh yeah, I think Rex wanted to do it right, man, because he knew like he knew he knew what was going on and, and he felt it emotionally. That's probably why he's slightly crazy when we meet him in Rebels. Yeah.
0: Not as crazy as the other ones, but uh <laughs> not, 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 not but what crazy. he's been through, man, he's lucky to have made out. <laughs> which I would love now to see I want to see old I would. I want to see live action old Rex. Bring Tamar Morrison in. I would take live action old Rex over live action Boba Fett with Tamera. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me
1: too. And not even old Rex. Like I want to see how. I want to bridge the gap between Clone Wars and Rebels. Now I want to see how yeah. he finds like the other three that he was with. Yeah. And he has no, that Wolf, Walker and
0: whatever. No, what was his name? Um, I think Wolf was one. Pack, but it was. Uh, yeah, I can't remember their names now. But no, yeah, I want to. That would be an awesome story in and of itself. Which I put this up a long time ago, Casey, and we'll put this out to the fans again. Who do you think would win in a fight, Rex or Boba Fett? Rex or Boba Fett? Huh? Like, are
1: they both? Uh, does Does Rex have access to all of his tools and whatever? Yeah. That's a good question. I think. Uh, I think Rex, man, because Rex Rex was messing up some of those real Mandalorians, and Boba Fett wasn't really a Mandalorian. He was just a bounty hunter. Yeah.
0: yeah. He wasn't raised Mandalorian. He was raised Bounty Hunter more, but he was like the most feared Bounty Hunter in the galaxy. <laughs> For a minute there.
1: Boba Fett? Yeah, he got taken out by a blind guy named Han Solo.
0: Yeah, but Han Solo... <laughs> got to factor in that luck he had that luck factor man <laughs>
1: yeah yeah he he did i think uh I think Rex beats him yeah but 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 i mean it's it's tough to say, like uh, it depends on where they're at and the tactics and stuff, um like obviously, we saw him bringing up windu again, um decapitate Django um so there's a lot of hatred there against the clones in general but then it's later on I think uh, I mean I think Rex beats him because Rex is an actual clone that has like the military programming and he's also like a somewhat like sentient free-ish type of guy even if this takes even if the battle takes place while he has a chip in um, because he was able to like battle a little bit battle against it a little bit he was there with Skywalker and Ahsoka and all these crazy, um, you know, uh, tactics that they used. I think, uh, and and Boba Fett would have just been like an underground type guy. I have to watch a little bit more Rebels, but I, I've seen a little bit about what he gets into um, as a youngster. I, I think Rex mops the floor with the guy.
0: Never would I have thought, after watching episode two, that. Some of my favorite characters, one of my favorite characters on all of Star Wars now would be a clone. I know, right? Just like that's how that's like that's a testament to what Clone Wars has done. A, it's made Ahsoka Tano, who was like everybody looked down their noses at when this first came out, like, what this little girl, yeah. Anakin and Skywalker had an apprentice, what no. No,
1: yeah, I wasn't even gonna, like I, like you say like a clone. I was just like I was just gonna add to that and be like, never would I thought that two of my most favorite characters have never
0: been in the movies. Right, you know what I mean? Oh, we miss like we miss and <clears throat> by a like a split second in the in Revenge of the Sith. That hologram scene we were just talking about because they we oh, saw, yeah. catch yeah. the first part of that, but yeah so that's just a testament to like dave filoni and george lucas man there's a there's a youtube video out now that was just uh on the star wars show or whatever and it's uh from this year and it's george and dave sat down and talked about making the clone wars but yeah it's just crazy what you can and i was, i made this analogy before like George Lucas, he drew this beautiful picture. Other people come in and they do a little bit of shading, and they add stuff to the background and stuff. But like this part right here, this is some immaculate stuff, and this is what I I want to see added onto. Um, which is, man, I want to see, I want to see Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. I hope Rex is with her; would be awesome. Um, yeah, no, like not even just in the Mandalorian. I want to see a live action Ahsoka maybe.
1: just in general. Yeah, yeah. Come on! Man. You're bringing her back from the Mandalorian. We know she's alive. Let's get some
0: meat. Yeah. Uh, the the last thing that we saw in the Clone Wars, I never expected to see in the Clone Wars, Darth Vader. Mm. Yeah. Picking
1: up a rusted. So Ahsoka, when they he goes to where they buried uh, the clones, and it's snowing now. It's not just dirt. So right. time has passed. And we can also see time has passed because Ahsoka's old lightsaber is rusted. Yep.
0: Um, the other thing that I noticed was uh, a convoy was flying above. I did see. I did see the, uh, the the creature flying. Didn't know what it was. So it's a convoy, and we've seen that before. So, the Convore appeared um, around Ahsoka a couple times in Rebels. And then, if you remember, the last thing you watched in Rebels so far, pretty much, was when uh, Vader and Ahsoka fight. And then, what did you see exactly? You saw Vader emerging and, like, limping out. And a Convore flies over Vader. And it flies past Vader and it flies back down. And you kind of see like a vision of Ahsoka walking into that like opening or whatever, but it's a convoy that you see. Huh? Maybe, maybe she used uh merged senses, <laughs> but then we see a convoy again. <laughs> and for those of you listening that have already seen all of rebels and stuff and know a little bit more about, but yeah, I thought it was a, So, that makes me think, just knowing what I know, that it might even be, it could be quite a bit later before Vader ever found that. I want to know when that was. Because all the clones have already been, like, switched over to to, um, Stormtrooper armor. I was trying to listen to see if it was Bradley Baker's voice for, like, the clone, or if it wasn't. But you couldn't really make out what the Stormtroopers were saying. So yeah, but it's already rusted. It's there's a bunch of snow there. I want to know what planet that was because <laughs> it's one so of the only they, Well, ever-
1: they did. They did say it was a moon, right? That they were going to. All oh, right. Yeah. So here, I'm look up convors. Um, so it says that they are found in several places across the galaxy, including the moon Wasaka, the planets Atolan, Malacor, and Takadana. So they specifically said moon. So would that be Wasaka? Osaka. Um, it's a mid rim planet in the Kashyyyk system, owned by a hunting guild. Uh, it has a breathable atmosphere, surface has islands, thorny forests, sandy beaches, massive pointed rock formations.
0: That sounds like where Ahsoka was when uh, her and those other Jedi and Chewbacca were all escaping because there was, uh, when they were being hunted by the Trandoshans.
1: Yeah. Well, it does say that these birds have a strong connection both to the Force and to Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> and they're named after uh, Dave Filoni's wife. Yep. Interesting. Um, he responded, there was a deeper meaning behind its presence. In some ways, I could say that it's a messenger, it's an observer. It's definitely something, and I would rather have fans debate. But I would suggest that whatever... That thing is an avatar of an avatar of has actually appeared in the animated Star Wars universe before. So if you see that bird, it's probably relating something to Ahsoka.
0: Okay. You ready to get, you want to get into this?
1: No, I want to go to bed, bro. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. All right. Well, in that case, Happy May the 4th.
1: May the 4th. It is May the 4th now.
0: It's 2.30 in the goddamn morning. No, it is 5.30 in the morning. But uh, alpha alpha time, as we call it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, from, uh, you, from all of us at Talking Sith, happy May the 4th. Um, you can like us, follow us, share us, at Talking Sith Podcast across all social media platforms uh let us know what you think about uh how much of a douche mace windu is um email
1: or, or not or not
0: at talking not douche. pod at gmail.com and uh or on you know on facebook or instagram anywhere uh um,
1: oh, shoot us a message i, I want to know i don't yeah, think I wanna, a douche we He's just, a, he's just a boss. He's like, he is the boss. He has to run a shit. So there's
0: bosses that are good bosses, and there's bosses that are uh, Mace Windu's. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, good conversation. Good finale. I mean, I guess it's always a good finale that just, it's good when a show ends, and you're not like, okay, this show has run its course. I'm happy yeah. they wrapped it up. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, no, it leaves you wanting more. It's not like, a, and dare I say it, like a Game of Thrones where it's like, I, you know, like we've all been in quarantine for so long. I have not heard of a single person in my Facebook group or friend group talk about re-watching or starting to watch if they haven't seen it, Game of Thrones.
0: Right. Yeah, me either. It didn't,
1: it didn't leave you wanting, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like like There's it, parts it, of it. There's parts like I just watched part of it earlier with my buddy Matt. We watched um actually it's funny we we were wa- he hadn't seen he had seen all but the uh the season finale of the Mandalorian. He seen all of it really. like quite a while ago except for the very end. So we watched that and it that's the episode where they take off his face, you know, his mask and they show his face and everything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what else has that guy been on? I was like, oh, you know, he's been on a couple of movies, this, that, and the other, but he's, he's, he's known for being uh, as uh, Oberon Martel from uh, Game of Thrones. He's like, Oberon Martel. And he's not he hasn't really watched Game of Thrones, he knows of it. And I was like, yeah, he's the guy that fights the mountain. Can, my buddy Matt, he's like a bodybuilder, like big guy, and he, he loves. And the mountain just, uh, the guy who plays the mountain just broke another okay. world yeah. record. Yeah, I saw that. Eleven thousand one
1: hundred and four pounds, I think it was.
0: Yeah, deadlifting like eleven yeah. Um so he was like, Oh, so I showed him that 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 portion of uh Game of Thrones. And then he was asking about Tyrion and like how like, Oh, what happens after that? Like So then we watched the uh what how Tyrion escapes his father and uh his his ex woman. I'll well, show them that. So like that's a little Game of Thrones that we watch. So there's like portions of Game of Thrones. But like
1: no, you know. no, I mean most of it's great. I love it, dude. I, I liked it all. I,
0: I'm not I'm not one I, to, Yeah. Even I'm trying to think of like no, other...
1: but no one's talking about it. And I, yeah. I haven't felt the urge to rewatch it. Yeah. You
0: know but, what I mean? Uh, yeah, Dave Filoni, George Lucas, everybody there, man, hats off. Clone Wars amazing. Amazing May the fourth chef kiss chef kiss but uh once again guys we are the talking sith may that dark side be with you (laughs) (laughs) good night good Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.